I'm all about self-expression and personal style is a big part of that, but I'm also all about not spending a fortune on clothes. With Just Fab, you get access to the fashion that you want at a value you'll love. Just Fab is a site used by millions of people to see what's new and hashtag trending in shoes, clothing, accessories, even swimwear. You know I love a style quiz and JustFab has a really good one that allows you to be super specific about what you love and what you never want to see, like wedges, ew. Just kidding. After that, you get a personalized shopping experience with your favorite styles rising right to the top. You can shop as a guest or you can become a VIP. And spoiler, being a VIP means 30% off retail prices and access to many a sale and many a perk. So not to brag, but as a VIP, I just log in each month I check out what's new. If I decide to shop, I'm charged $39.95. And that's a credit I can use on anything on the site and it never expires. And if not, I just skip the month and pay nothing. Genius. I love being a VIP and you will too. So don't wait. If you go to justfab.com slash self-service now and sign up as a VIP, you'll get 50% off your entire order. You heard that right. Just visit justfab.com slash self-service to get half off everything on the site. Justfab.com slash self-service. Self-service is your cosmic comfort zone. An inner beauty school where self-care is celebrated, where getting real with emotions is a treat, and an interest in thoughtful, funny conversations, weird wellness, and astrology is unabashed. It's where being a little self-indulgent isn't just a shame-free act of love. It's a necessary launch pad into a life that's wholly ours. In a world where we feel good about taking up space. Here, we serve our hearts. We learn. We talk shit. We grow. And we tune the F up. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you're good. I'm your host, Jericho Mandibur, and this is a podcast about self-care and spiritual well-being. Today, I'm going to speak to somebody who's made a career out of walking the line between mainstream definitions of success and rare vulnerability via documenting her life on social media and the ups and downs of living with mental illness that come with it. That woman, that force is Jen Gotch. And you may have heard that she just launched her own podcast on the Girlboss Radio Network. And she's come to visit us to tell us all about it. And we'll also be speaking to astrological angel, our resident astrologer, Jessica Lanyardo, who will give us a forecast for the week ahead, as well as some woo-woo homework. But let's start where we always do with ourselves. And as always, that starts with breathing. Breathing in deeply through the nose and exhaling all the air out the mouth like blowing out a candle. And you can just continue to breathe in an even, calm way for as long as you need. And we're going to talk about your tarot card for the week, pulled by moi for some collective guidance when it comes to navigating the next few days. So the card I've gone and pulled today is the Seven of Swords. This card is traditionally read as being about deception and strategy, and it can be about those things, but that kind of reading makes it something or 
someone external to us. And I feel like we are not about that. We can only work on ourselves and our own evolution. So let's focus a little bit on that aspect more this week. So it's much easier to focus on the ways that we've been betrayed by so-and-so or hurt that we received from some random in the past. But doing that takes us out of the present moment and it directs us away from our higher selves. So instead, what we want to do is take what we've learned and leave behind what doesn't support us. And because we're dealing with swords, we're talking about ideas, patterns of communication and old stories in particular. So you can let yourself feel excited to leave some of those things behind if you can identify them this week and bow to them and let them go. And if you currently feel like you're up against some stuff that is restricting your growth, it's perfectly healthy to get a little bit tactical about how you want to sneak away from that situation while making sure that you stay in your lane. So just make sure that your actions come from a place of self-preservation and a desire to release any shame or any guilt. This isn't about anyone else. It's about you. So there's really no need to be like overly strategic or vengeful about anything ever, really. What's much healthier is using your energy to go inward and assess what you need right now in order to feel that little bit more free and comfortable. So that's how you heal smarter, not necessarily harder. And this card says that you already know how to get through this situation in a way that's both stealthy and definitely in your highest good because the two don't have to be mutually exclusive, but you know when they are. So yeah, I hope that resonates with you. Let me know your thoughts. My Instagram is at jerrycode.mandibur. I'm here all week. Jen Gotch really needs no introduction, but I'll do one anyway. She's the founder and chief creative officer of Bando, the lifestyles, accessories and apparel brand. Jen's developed a ginormous following on social media, basically because she's just real as fuck. Her frank conversations on what it's like to live with ADD, bipolar disorder and anxiety have seen her called, quote, the most important person on Instagram right now in the media. And today, we're going to speak to her about self-care, obviously, mental health, and her new podcast, Podcast Buddies. Hi, Jen. <laughs> Hi, Jericho. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good, thank you. Good. Thank you for being here. Of course. I'm so happy to have you on my show, Aww. and I look forward to being invited onto your show. I was just no going to say, <laughs> <laughs> of course, I do a lot of the recording in my house, sometimes in bed, so... If I'll join you. To, okay. I'll yeah, just bring it. my jammies. <laughs> I mean, I'm really trying to promote a pajama lifestyle. Just I'm all in across all platforms. You don't have to ask me okay. twice. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's start with like the obvious stuff. You have like this huge cult following <laughs> on Instagram. Aside from being the creative force and founder of Bando, mm. with all the Instagram stuff that you do, like what? led you to being so forthcoming about yeah. like mental illness and mental health concerns in general and like how has having like a bazillion people follow <laughs> you and like listen to you talk about that stuff like affected how you do it like do you feel really conscious about the reaction that it's gonna get or do you just kind of do it because you would do it anyway yeah I think you know in if you know me in person, I've always been that way. Like, definitely to a fault, 
I guess I just found a way to pivot it and make it work <laughs> as mm-hmm. as less of a fault. <laughs> I definitely don't think about it now. I just it's such a it's really first and foremost for me because mm-hmm. it's just like I'm alone a lot at home and you know you just sometimes want to talk and I feel like I don't know if I want to bother one of my friends like I can just get it out here but that took a while to get to that place like it it was never I never was like I'm going to make a conscious decision to be more you know forthright or mm-hmm. I just I started going through some stuff and I think even just like that feeling of redundancy with like beautiful brunches and like a mm-hmm. funny caption and and I was just like wanting to switch it up and then I realized I was like going through all of this stuff and so I just started it was before stories I just started writing about it you know in longer captions and Mm -hmm. when I would start a lot of times I could when it was going to be like a really like personal I could feel like a little tingle in my chest like oh this is maybe risky but Mm -hmm. I never stopped I just like did it and I've really just been so lucky the reception has always been very kind and welcoming it's it's actually quite rare Mm -hmm. um knock on wood or glass or plexi Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh, i'm sure my time will come but it (laughs) it's it's the way that it has been received is the thing that encourages me the most about it now so Mm -hmm. as much as now it is really so much about it for me it's also now like i see the impact that it has on people that I don't even know and it's just like man if it's that easy for me I feel like it's a responsibility Mm -hmm. more than anything else so totally and I guess I'd love to know what the whole process of kind of getting this following that and being this kind of advocate for like mental health has taught you about you know the nature of connecting with people the nature of like vulnerability and like what kind of that sense of responsibility like now means looking back at like how it's all kind of gone yeah I mean again it's like the vulnerability piece for me was never even though that's so much like that it's such a growing trend now it just was my personality always like I can think back to being a teenager and like being in the living room with like my boyfriend's mom and just like telling her like deep dark secrets like mm-hmm. I think it's like my it's definitely my form of intimacy mm-hmm. is like I want to tell you something super personal and then you tell me something super personal and then that's how mm-hmm. you know that's how we become close and so mm-hmm. I that's that has always been the thing for me so as it relates to mental health you know it it was never I never felt stigmatized by my mental health and and I'm lucky in the you know, I joke, I think I even might have said this on Sophia's podcast, like, I, I'm i probably not going to get fired. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, you know, like, I'm the, you know, the the soul of, of that business still mm-hmm. right now. So I'm in a, a really nice place to be able to say, like, hey, we're going to need to accommodate me around, like, anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and mania. And, and we've worked really hard over the last, you know, four or five years to make that a thing and Mm -hmm. and realizing that and then I thought well how could we do this you know like how Mm -hmm. can we do this for everyone Mm -hmm. so so it really has become I mean it sounds so serious but it does feel like a responsibility because I know that most people and a lot of people message me like they just don't have those luxuries Mm -hmm. and so to be able to talk about it in a way that's just like 
matter of fact, it's not, you know, removing that I think is, is going to be really important for all of us. I mean, I think you approach a lot, you know, it the same, it the same way too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I try. Yeah. It's funny because it's like you see, like I have a brother who's 18 and oh. you see the way like young people, like before you have like re responsibilities of yes. like work and pressure, yes. the kind of vulnerability that you exercise online versus like how that slowly gets chipped away and turned into kind of the brunches. Yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Like someone in your position, like kind of reclaiming like that, their story yeah. in this real way. It just makes total sense that that means a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. But I was wondering, like, how how much does it does it help you? Like, are there times where you just think, like, I know this is actually meaningful to people, but also, like, this isn't, like, therapy? Like, this is actually exhausting? You yeah. Know? Like, like, what does it give you? Mm, no, it doesn't. It literally, it feels very cathartic to me most mm. of the times, and... I do think it sort of helps me process whatever it is that I'm going through. I certainly mm -hmm. would probably make the mistake of thinking that it's helping me more than it is and that I don't need to look for outside professional help. <laughs> like, I'm fine. It's I no have problem. <laughs> like, in the fetal position on, on my kitchen floor crying. It's no problem. I'll just, like, Instagram about this. Um, so, so yeah, it, it, it really, it doesn't feel like, a burden or mm -hmm. like this thing that I don't want to do. There's certainly there there have been times where, especially if there's someone else, like when I was going, I mean I'm still kind of going through a divorce, but like, mm -hmm. you know, when it when it involves me and another person, it's mm -hmm. that's the only part that gets a little uncomfortable for me because yeah. I don't I want to respect their privacy and I can recognize that most people don't want you know, the intimate <laughs> details of their life blast out to hundreds of thousands of people. So I try, you know, I try and be sensitive to that. And, and honestly, like, I think one of the only not and it's not even negative, but but my parents worry a lot more. They're mm. they're very they're like very much concerned with my well being because they they will see, mm -hmm. you know. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. Like I'm just processing it and talking about it. But I think for years, you know, I wasn't mm -hmm. as overt with them. We've always talked about my mental health, but like now I'm talking about it every day mm -hmm. and my mood every and it's day like in and real how time. It feels. So I think it's a lot mm -hmm. for them actually to mm -hmm. to take in mm -hmm. at times. Yeah. So. Yeah. What I really love about it, as somebody who, you know, hasn't had like, ha hasn't been able to afford like therapy in the past when yeah. I probably like Ugh. should have had it. Yeah. I feel like social media is this kind of thing where we're able to, and any kind of conversation around self care is like something where we're able to really like DIY it. Yeah. In yeah. a way that like we've never been able to do. In history, yeah, and I see people that like listen to this show do Insta stories where they just do exactly what you do. They're like, "This is my day so far. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm doing," <laughs> and it really like builds communities in this way that is like, it's just unfounded. Yeah, I think. Yes. So yeah, that's not even really a question, but no, I just no, kind no, of like no, wanted no, to get it, your thoughts on a, that. It, no, it is a good point, and I think the 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 point about the cost of healthcare in the mental health mm -hmm. area is insane mm -hmm. and I was fortunate enough to to like have my parents help me financially mm -hmm. with that when I needed it but I do think you know we we talk about it a lot at Bandeau now and I obviously address it a lot on on social media that the idea of just like building emotional intelligence and mm -hmm. becoming more self-aware 
that's that's really a lot of what therapy talk therapy at least does for you and mm-hmm. so there are ways to do that when if you don't have access and and like you're saying like listening to podcasts or watching instagram stories or reading books mm-hmm. you know helps and so i think it is reaffirming for people to see things that they relate to or identify with or i mean i've even had i was like i had a I have really bad travel anxiety and I was like having a panic attack at the airport and I filmed it Mm -hmm. and and then so many people were like oh my gosh that happens to me all the time I had no idea what that was Mm, even the language around yeah what's happening yeah so so it's just like so I do think there you know it's to me, it's so refreshing to have something about social media that actually could be a positive thing and not mm-hmm. just like FOMO and yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is like all it was for so long. It's still that. It's still definitely <laughs> that. I still this- saw some people out to dinner last night that I was like, really? I didn't get invited <laughs> to this. Um, but I think like the fact that we can like bring out into the world some stuff that maybe will be helpful is mm-hmm. Like it's a, a luxury. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, and a luxury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Jen Grodge. Yes. Can you please tell me about what you do when you're struggling to take care of yourself? Little things, big things like drinking water, yeah. showering. Yeah. What, what does self-care look like to you in like a day-to-day yeah. way? Neither of those things. <laughs> I'm not good at either. Um, yeah. You know, I... Uh, my longtime therapist told me years ago, she she was like, you really have to take the pressure off when you're not feeling well to like sometimes do nothing. Just be in it. And, and I, you know, as a person, I want to be like doing and crossing mm-hmm. things off the to-do list and, and just like proceeding. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of like guilt and shame associated with not feeling well enough to to like function Mm -hmm. on like shower Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so there is still that like voice on in my head that says you if you can't do anything today it's Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and you know you can just if you just want to read a book or lay down or take a nap or go for a walk or whatever it is that you're in the mood for like you you have permission to do that Mm -hmm. and so there's not necessarily one thing I mean I guess if I was going to encapsulate it all it's like alone time is really important for me to recharge because I love I'm like introvert extrovert so Mm -hmm. I like love being social but I'm social all day Mm -hmm. and so I kind of take that protected time but whether that means like am I taking a bath or a nap or laying Mm -hmm. outside but I think it's like removing the guilt from the situation was Mm -hmm. really important to me and something I still struggle with Mm -hmm. you know if it's like a Tuesday and I haven't gotten everything done and I know I wasn't feeling well Mm -hmm. I still want to beat myself up about it but I mean self-care really at its core right is like about being okay with that and not Mm -hmm. like adding insult to injury yeah Yeah. it's not a weapon that you like use to like flog yourself with it's like it doesn't have to be like the same thing as productivity like it's just like doing what you need to do at that time even if it's nothing yeah I think that that can be like so misconstrued these days agreed because it's such a trend so it's like there you know there are so many things like accoutrements to to self-care but I but I think it's like cherishing yourself and like whatever way that is is so important and just like I don't know, like just being alive, <laughs> being alive in your body and just like just feeling whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I think even if that feeling isn't great, it's like to process that is a really 
to me would be one of the most impactful things you could do mm-hmm. for self-care and tequila but <laughs> and I, didn't, I didn't say that <laughs> Jen Gotch thank you of course. so much for being on the show it was like such a pleasure I know as always I like you okay <laughs> so where can people hear about Jen Gotch is okay dot 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 sometimes <laughs> where can they hear about it? Apple Podcasts yeah and yeah. all other places that good podcasts can be found yeah oh you're so good at that thank you it's not my best radio yeah, I'm trying to figure out where where are those places. There's la- the there's Stitcher. Like Google. Oh yeah, um, there's Spotify. Like mm. all our podcasts somehow appear on Spotify. Oh, I don't know who cool. puts them there. Oh, I yeah. want to get on Spotify. You you will be. Okay, yeah. that's cool. So all those places, and it launches on the 29th, 29th. of May. Yeah, yeah, and then every Tuesday after that, there'll be a new episode. Can't wait. Me too. You may have noticed that it's almost summer and I'm dying to have people over my house for a barbecue because I'm Australian, but I don't have any chairs. Ugh. But lucky for me, I'm already on Havenly and their style quiz has helped me narrow down the best chairs you could ever put your butt on. Havenly lets you partner with an interior designer to create beautiful design spaces based on your unique style and space. And then you just buy what you love directly through Havenly's platform with access to hundreds of retailers and the guaranteed best prices. It's the easiest and most fun way to design a space in a way that perfectly complements your budget and your unique taste. I've been labeled bohemian with a touch of eclectic. And in my case, yes, it's true. And I'm proud. Havenly's helped more than 10,000 customers and starting at just $79 per room, working with Havenly will make decorating your living space your easiest and most delightful summer project ever. And because everyone deserves a beautiful living space, everyone should do their style quiz and tell me what their results are. Turn your Pinterest board into a reality. Try Havenly today by visiting havenly.com slash self-service and get 25% off your design package. That's H-A-V-E-N-L-Y dot com slash self-service for 25% off your design package. Havenly.com slash self-service. Fun fact, I use a Quip toothbrush every day twice a day sometimes and I'm obsessed with it and now my partner uses a quip as well and we talk about brushing our teeth probably more than is considered normal but no matter who you are brushing your teeth is a big part of physical self-care and staying healthy quip knows that and their team of dentists and designers are focused on helping you take care of your mouth better I can't think of another electric toothbrush brand that gives you solid, practical tips on oral care that you probably never knew. Can you? No, you can't. And of course, Quip is a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes, while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist's recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip even made Oprah's O-List, was named one of Time's best inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com self-service right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash self-service spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash self-service.
now astrologer extraordinaire Jessica Lignano is here to tell us all about the glorious week ahead and give us some homework slash advice to make the most of it like I know that we will let's welcome her shall we hey everybody welcome back to self-service Today, we're looking at the horoscope for June 3rd through 9th. But before we do, I want to just talk a little bit about the cycles of wellness, both mental and emotional wellness that are just part of the human experience, but also part of astrology. Astrology teaches us about the natural cycle of all things. It talks about both our kind of deeply personal cycles of development, but also our cycles of development that are really specific to age and that everybody shares. From my perspective as an astrologer, I will say that we are kind of meant to feel bad sometimes. We are meant to have struggle. And that's not because life is tragic or, you know, God is an evil guy or something like that, but it's because we are meant to find our way. Is we are meant to find our way towards peace and balance and love. And there's a way that we have chances, um, as astrology describes, to do that that are not actually that difficult or painful, but we have a hard time choosing it when things are kind of smooth and chill. And so there's a way that struggle can kind of inspire us to try harder and overcome. And so I say to you, don't fear your bad feelings nurture them. The thing about life is it often feels like it's happening to you or at you or around you. But I'll say that as we age, we kind of figure out that we have more time than we think. And so ask not, why is this happening to me? But instead, what do I want to learn from this? Don't worry that your failures or your struggles are going to define you. Instead, use them as a springboard to define your own life and your own self. That said, let me tell you a little bit about this week's astrology. On the 5th, we have a Sun conjunction to Mercury in Gemini and a Venus opposition to Pluto. Now, these two transits are really different from each other. The Sun conjunction to Gemini is an opportunity for us to figure things out. This transit tends to make us feel more curious and interested in the world around us, where Venus opposite Pluto is hella obsessive and compulsive. Avoid the urge to cyberstalk. This may kick up some paranoid feelings for you. This is a good time to look within. Not such a good time for starting things or stirring the pot. So be careful. On the 6th, both Mercury and the Sun will form a square to Neptune. Now, Neptune is a planet that makes us want to disappear into the ether. It is a planet that kind of makes us want to disassociate and check out. It increases our sense of anxiety and uncertainty. The trick here is to not starve yourself, to not punish yourself or give yourself less. It's time to nurture and fortify and to stay as grounded as possible, which brings me to our homework. So because of Neptune and kind of Pluto this week, anxieties may be pretty up. So I'm going to encourage you to use this as an opportunity to grow instead of shrink. And I'm going to encourage you with these simple steps. The first is to breathe. The second is when you're feeling anxious or paranoid or any kind of crappy, number it on a scale from one to 10. And by doing this, you kind of create a little bit of distance between those feelings and yourself. Then ask yourself, have I had water today? Have I eaten food? 
Have I moved my body in the last hour or have I just been like staring at a device? And then remedy as needed. Finally, ask yourself what is happening right now and try to find up to three actions that you can do IRL to support yourself in this moment or that you can name that you're going to do at a later date. Focus on your feels instead of all the what ifs of the world. And just really try to commit to doing this this week. It's a practice. It's an experiment. It's not like a magic pill or anything, but it's one of those things that can be really high yield and low risk. So try it out and see if it helps improve your capacity to manage anxiety and unpleasant feelings. All right, my friends, that's it for this week. If you want more woo and you want more Lignato, hit me up at my website. I'm at lovelignato.com. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Jessica Lignato. Thanks so much for tuning in and I will see y'all next week. Bye. Thank you so much to our guests, the amazing Jen Gotch and Jessica. And thank you, you, for listening this week. I really appreciate it. And I love hearing from you. So remember, you can use the hashtag self-servicepodcast to share your thoughts and questions and concerns. You can also follow at Girlboss Radio to get an update anytime me or Jen or Sophia drop a new episode on the network each week. And if you like what you hear, you can rate, review or subscribe to this podcast. Why not? or not if you don't want to. I love you for it. Either way, bye.